Hello and welcome to Theatre Club. I'm here with my sister Alice. Hello. And Ruby, finally back with us. Hello. And we are at the Donmar Warehouse tonight to see Aristocrats by Irish playwright Brian Friel, who is a very famous playwright who I have never heard of before. <laughs> know me. But anyone Irish or anyone who knows a lot about plays or study drama, everyone seems to know who Brian Friel is. He um, had that play Translations that's just finished at the National Theatre. Oh. And this one is written sort of a year before that. Um, and the basic setup, not knowing anything going in, is we've just seen the first half. It's about a family, a sort of aristocratic, sort of gentry Irish they own gentry. a big house in Donegal they're Catholic uh, and it's sort of all falling apart a bit yeah this is kind of the last generation their dad was a sort of magistrate or some sort of someone big in law they've all kind of gone on to do it's set in the late 70s I think yeah. amid the troubles which is Alice not a TV series oh what <laughs> um, and yeah they've all come back to this house after many many years and they've come back for their little sister's wedding um, which is due to happen, although she's not very sure about it. And the father's sort of taken it ill, and he's upstairs throughout the whole of the first act. We, you know, in a very sort of bad state, basically, and one sister has stayed behind to look after him. Um, and it's one of those plays so far where it's, it's wordy, isn't it? It's Yeah, there's sort of speech... Everyone gives... There's not like the plot moves on through looking back on speeches as opposed to things actually happening. Yes, it's quite a sort of drawing room drama, isn't it? Yeah. So there's not a load of action. It's sort of reminiscences. There's this character who's an American professor who's come over and he's studying stuff to do with um, the aristocratic Catholic families in Ireland and their sort of influence on uh, the politics and culture and society of the country. And so he acts as this kind of um, interrogator of them and their history. And it's through, through a lot of those conversations that yeah that things are kind of drawn out and memories of times past you know it's very much a sort of like yeah looking back and quite nostalgic in some ways I think um but also sort of exploring the relationships within within the family and the sort of different siblings and their problems or aspirations um it's yeah it's kind of I'm finding it a little bit slow I have to oh, say it's opening night um, we're in the previews, I think. Yeah, it hasn't sort of totally gripped me yet. No, the only thing that I am kind of in, like really interested to see is what's happened to Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they keep on going on about Mummy, like died. Why did? How did she die? Did she just go mad from boredom, or did he kill her? I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping that in the second half we're going to get that all kind of exploding out. I feel like it needs a bit of an energy injection. It seems like that's what it's gearing towards. It's one of those plays where in these sort of reminiscences they're having that may seem kind of nothing to do with anything, just some sort of story you feel like everything's hinting at something underlying. You know, one of them has a sort of drinking problem that's becoming more evident. Um, the brother character is sort of maybe living in this fantasy world. It's everything slowly being edged away at, but slowly maybe being the opportunity word for the first act because it's quite long but then the next act will be shorter and I much prefer to have a shorter second act where stuff you know you know I do I like a slow build up and some of the writing I think has been really nice I've really liked the, and I quite like the way they set out each act with a sort of um, stage directions as to where each member of the family is mm. it kind of reminded me sort of almost of like a Royal Tenenbaums sort of oh, yeah. you know all in this big house and sort of in doing these sort of yeah, yeah, that's so that is bang on what that sort of narration was, wasn't it? With the like music under it and yeah. 
everyone's really got their char- own characters and they're all in their own little fantasy worlds a little bit, aren't they? Yeah, it's very Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, it's cool that, and there are little details like the um, uncle who doesn't say anything, sort of peeling the paper off the back wall, uh, which is, you know, kind of like this. I don't really know. I'm trying to work out what the metaphor is. I guess they're slowly, I don't know, on the on a very obvious level, like peeling back the family history. It's all being uncovered. They're going deep into the history as he peels off the back of the set, and we're seeing a sort of old classical painting underneath or something like that. I'm sure it'll all, you know, um, as we speak right now, we're still in the auditorium during the interval and their stagehands are peeling the rest of it away, so it will be unveiled yes, to us. That's a fine job. I could do that. Yeah, just peeling Pick that paper. That it looks paper. lovely. Should we go and ask if we can help? I really, really want to. So, yeah, I'm interested to see where it's going and it's in the second half. And I am I am liking it. And I'm glad I'm seeing a Brian Frill play now that I know, now that I've heard of him, I can say, yeah, yeah, I know Brian Frill. I'll yeah, come yeah, up yeah. in a dinner party one day and I'll know what Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, and I mean, it is a bit slow. It is a bit slow, but I'm looking forward to the second act. Yeah, I'm interested enough in the characters to want to know what's about to happen to them. Yeah, I'm not about to walk out. No, which we've never done before at the Donmark. Cough, cough. <coughs> oh, God, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, and I also walked out of the last Irish play that I went to see. What was that? Uh, the Plough and the Stars, um, uh, the Lyric in Hammersmith. See, I've yeah. just been to see um, Lieutenant of Inishmore. Oh, yeah. The Irish play it was amazing. Was You've it? got to go, yeah, it's really good. And I also saw The Ferryman. So I've seen two Irish plays this year. The Ferryman is amazing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this doesn't quite have the pace and speed of that. It's like, but I'm very interested to see where it's going. So we will be back um, after the last half to give our final thoughts. So the play is over. We're now, we've left the Donmar. We're on the bus. We're on the two, four, three, two... Wood green. Um... It didn't really pick up in the second half, though we kind of went into it thinking, right, there's all this, the first half is slow, it's this build-up, it's this underlying what's going on with this family, but the second half really, I guess, just presented, there was a sense of closure, but it really didn't, it didn't explode or it didn't resolve all the family issues or dig any deeper, really. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be a bit like a sort of Agatha Christie, maybe, in that, you know, there's a big reveal and a twist and sort of, you can find out why the mother died, maybe, or I don't know, there wasn't really... There wasn't really any answers to anything. I didn't really enjoy it. I found it quite slow, and uh, the only thing I enjoyed were the performances, which I thought were brilliant. I thought the the man that played the brother, what's his name, Ruby? The, the character was called Casimir. I don't know the name of the actor. He's called David Dawson, David and I Dawson. thought he was incredible. Oh, I thought he his he was. It was like he was had embodied that his nuances, the little ticks. I thought that was amazing. He reminded me of a young Alan Cummings. Yes, yeah, totally. Uh, he was sort of like captivating to watch. They all were really good. I really enjoyed all of the performances, but I didn't enjoy the play as a piece. I wouldn't see that play again. I just don't enjoy that play. No, I don't think it was a particularly successful play. No, I, I feel exactly the same. It just never really picked up. I was expecting more energy, more drama, um, a kind of, you know, punchy conclusion to it and it sort of did that thing where it kind of just tailed off and you felt a bit like you know yeah you had no answers there was no sense of closure not even Um, much pathos really no I just found I found the second half really not what I expected it to be like at all actually in that way it's almost just like sort of afterthought like an epilogue to a first half that wasn't that 
interesting perhaps yeah it just felt very unresolved um so no i wouldn't particularly recommend it um i think we booked our tickets early for 10 quid you can also get standing seats on the day for 10 quid if you know if you really want to go but i wouldn't be recommending it to anyone but i also don't feel like i've wasted my money or time i barely enjoyed it but i'm not going to be telling people to go see this i don't think yeah i mean there must be some people out there who absolutely love brian Friel and that this is totally right up their street and if and you if- do yeah these actors are Fantastic. Yeah, if you're one of those people, then go and see it. For the rest of us, I wouldn't bother. No, I don't think so. But, you know, I'm definitely... I'm still looking forward to their next production now. Now we've got that out of the way, which is that uh, Measure for Measure with Hayley Atwell, where they're sort of doing a gender flip for the main central characters. Oh, yeah, that's going to be really cool. We've got that booked for October, beginning of October, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Alice and I are off to see Little Shop of Horrors next week, I think, the 18th of August, in Regent's Park Open Air Theatre, um, which is the production where they've got Vicky Box, the drag queen, playing the plant. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be really good fun. So that'll probably be our next episode. We'll have a review of that. And I still really, really want to see The King and I. So we need to get... Oh, shit. Yeah, when does that finish? That finishes... I think it's running through September. Okay. But, yeah, I really want to go see that. And I, I've been looking on today's ticks. There seem to be seats every day for 25 quid. And fairly good. They vary about, you know, where they appear in the theatre, stalls, dress circle. But I definitely should do it. You know, it's a classic. Oh, definitely. And I'm totally willing to pay. 25 quid is fine for that. I think it's a big show. We know it's going to be good. I'll pay £25 for it. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be back with a review of that pretty soon and Little Shop of Horrors but until then please follow us on Instagram at Theatre Club Podcast and on Twitter at Theatre Club Pod thanks for listening for this uh, little mini episode and uh, we'll all be back soon bye bye now bye bye